our next guest is the biggest reason of any guest we've got, why me and Bernie got to number one. His Thursday morning conversations at 840 continue to be the best ratings of the week on the Bernie and Sid show. But he really, really gave Bernard a huge break, which I watched every single week. I never missed it. Tuesday nights on the highest rated cable show ever, The Factor with Bill O'Reilly, when uh, Bernie basically... You know, I don't know. I mean, he took uh, Gutfeld across the finish line every week. I mean, my God. But uh, it was a great segment, Bernie and Greg Gutfeld. And Bill O'Reilly did that. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, 9 o'clock here every week on WABC, the great Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good morning, pal. How are you? Good, uh, Sid. And, you know, you can continue to get your voice to go down. Um, you have to buy, like, a chamber and just lay there for, like, nine hours. <laughs> But you you can get it like I'm sure, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want. I still like a little high. That's the Brooklyn part of it, but it has gone down quite a bit. You know, Bill, I played something from you last hour, which was great. You were uh, talking about the memory you had when you invited, which was very very nice, me and Bernard out to Huntington to the Paramount Theater. Uh, to take place, uh, to take a part, I should say, in your live show. And you talked about how Bernie went out there and, in introducing you, basically did most of the night, which was really right. true and really funny. I got to tell you, me and Bernie, to this day, that was our one of our favorite events. We loved that night. Thank you for that, Bill. Well, I, you know, it was a free meal, so you two guys just went wild. I mean, and it wasn't a buffet, but um, uh, Bernie and Sid kind of went table to table and took what they wanted. Um, and so uh, that started the evening off in a, in a positive way. Everybody was uh, satiated with fine food and uh, drink from the Paramount Theater. And it, But this is the point I was trying to make. In, in private, Bernie was fairly shy. Um, in private, Sid is like Sid is on radio, <laughs> which is why you have to you have to bring an armed guard with you if you're going out with him. Um, but but Bernie, no, Bernie, you know he 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 wasn't a, a guy who was drawing attention to himself or you know spouting like you and I do. Um, he was more circumspect. Um, and so, you know, I was a little worried because it was a live venue, about 1,200 people there in Huntington, the Paramount Theater. And I said, look, just go out and uh, tell a story about you and me, and, uh, and that's all. And then say, here he is, and I'll go out and I'll do the show. <laughs> and he said, okay. And then, you know, 35 minutes later, as he goes through <laughs> every liberal candidate that's ever run for office in New York, um, <laughs> you know, I get introduced. It was, it was very funny. And he, of course, was very funny. The key to, and I've said this before, the key to the success of the Bernie and Sid show is authenticity and that you're real New Yorkers. You, you have a point of view. You deliver it in a way that's entertaining, good sense of humor. Even when you guys disagree, you're not, you know, getting angry. It's not MSNBC out there. Mm. Um, and, and when you can find that, and it's not easy to find, um, it's gold. And uh, so I, you know, I enjoy my segments with you, you know, every Thursday on WABC, and I understand why uh, you guys uh, attain number one status. Which, and again, people don't know how hard that is to do. 
you have to work hard. You have to, you know, really put it out there. I was number one for 16 years in a row. Wow. I mean, I never phoned it in. I didn't do a Chris Bassett one day and kind of get tight on the mound. I just let it fly every day, and that's what you guys did. And, you know, people will never forget. People will never forget. Agreed. You know, one of the things about you, I know this is Bernie's show, but uh, one of the things people may not know about you unless they listen, of course, is that you are a very, very, very funny guy. Whether you're on radio or even in private circles, I'm out with you quite a bit. And you're a very funny guy, but intellectually, they don't come better than you. And I always said to everybody, Bernie was always the smartest guy in the room unless O'Reilly was there. But on a serious note, I know even you, Bill, could appreciate just how smart Bernie McGurk was. Well, the key to that was that McGurk was curious. And I'm, I'm being very serious now. And, and he would read. So if he would see something, um, a lot of people, if it's outside their uh, zone, their life zone, they don't really care, you know? But McGurk would read my books. He'd read the killing books. Uh, he'd ask questions about them. Uh, he'd study the media, why certain people do certain things. And then he would read, I mean, incessantly. Um, and it was interesting. I, I don't know whether I should say this to the WABC audience, but I'm going to. I'm going to take a little bit of a chance here. So when I was at the wake on Tuesday, um, you know, it was packed. And, and um I'm on the line, and I, and I finally get to the coffin. And Catholic tradition is you say a prayer when you reach the coffin, and I did. And then uh, Bernie's uh, wife and, and uh, children were there um, to the side, and I walked over. And I had never met them, uh, and, I, and I chatted with them. And this and I, but I, I took the, the kids aside, and they're adults now, and, and I said, look, I'm going to tell you something about your father, and, and, I, and I want you to think about it. I said, there are millions and millions of people in this country, but there are very few people who are unique and who are trustworthy. And your father was one of them. And that is something that should be celebrated by you forever, when you have children and all of that. Um, because it's, it's so unusual to find human beings mm. who say something and you know they will do it. Mm. And I'm sure that's been your experience. If Bernard McGurk said something, he would do it. Yeah. Yep. And, and that separates people in my eyes. If I know, and I said this uh, last week, if I'm in a foxhole, and that is always the litmus test, I want McGurk in a foxhole. That is so well said. That is so well said. About two minutes to go, Bill. He, um, he really did love you. And, you know, you were one of those people to him. He, he was never really intimidated by many people. I mean, I am scared the hell out of him, obviously. But that was different. That was real fear. With you, it was intimidation because of your smarts, and he loved you. He couldn't wait to talk to you on Thursdays, and you taught him a heck of a lot. Did you feel that, that when he was on your television show on Tuesday nights or on this radio show, how much he really, really did respect, Bill, your intellect, and how much he looked up to you? 
You know, I, I knew that McGurk was a fan because he stood up to Dopey Imus when Imus was bad-mouthing me. Oh, you don't even know. The last time you were supposed to come on, I was there uh, right before Imus actually left. The last time you were supposed to come on, Imus was killing you. Right. Uh, and, and, and Bernie and me, but really, Bernie, he was like, hey, I'm in. It's cool. He's not going to come on. And then when he, when he put I-Man off of the speaker, he ripped the I-Man a new one. I swear to you, Bill. Well, he did it on the air, and uh, he stood up to a guy who was somewhat vindictive. And, that, and that's what I meant to – that's what I told his kids. I, I just said, look, this is a guy who is he's going to do the right thing. But anyway, now, I don't look at life like that. I mean, I, I hired McGurk to go with Gutfeld because Gutfeld was a little wise guy, nebbish, and McGurk <laughs> was an Irish guy who wasn't going to take any guff from Gutfeld. And it worked great. Oh, it was great. It really it was. It was back and forth. Yep. And, and, you know, I look for that. If you look at all the people that I put on the O'Reilly Factor and all of the success they have had um, in, you know, right now. It's because when I look at people and I say, okay, here's this person's unique quality and we're going to showcase that. And But I never feel like, oh, I'm the greatest guy and here comes the big bear and all of that. Um, I'm more interested in getting interesting people on radio and television and letting them do what they do. I think, go, um, I think McGurk respected that. He knew I wasn't going to make him look bad or try to, you know, one-up him. That's not what I do. That's true. He knew all of that was to, was the case. He loved you a lot, Bill O'Reilly, as I do. He really, really did. Thank you for all you've done for him, for me, and for this radio program. Thank you for hopping on today. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. And uh, for Bernard, we both love you very much. Thank you so much. Okay, Sid. Thank you. All right, buddy. There he is, the great Bill O'Reilly.